It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey guys, what's going on? Bill Rossetti back with you guys here for another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, Thursday edition here, as we are one week away from the start of the NFL Draft. Can you guys believe it? It's finally, it's it's been a long, it, it's just such a long time to wait for the draft. You know, it's this is always the kind of the the worst part of it. You know it's so close, but it still just feels so far away. But seven days left. We are just about here. Uh, we've got a couple mock drafts I want to talk about because the Panthers unveiled their latest mock draft report, so I want to touch on some of those mock drafts. And then uh, I want to continue with kind of my quick positional previews in the draft. Today is going to be the tight ends, so we'll touch on that a little bit. Uh, but before we get into that, a uh, couple shout-outs to our sponsors. Uh, Postmates, big thanks to Postmates. They're still running, uh, helping you guys out with free delivery credit, up to $100 actually in uh, free delivery credit for your first seven days. All you got to do is go to the Postmates app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A. Use that. And you get $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days with the app. So that's at Postmates. And then our friends over at Queen City Beauty Group, which is proud to announce their online consultation program. Do you have questions about your skin? Are you using the right products for your skin type? Or have you been struggling with your skin but don't want the hassle of going to a specialist? Well, now you can get great skin care in just a few clicks as Queen City Beauty Group unveils their online consultation program where Nichelle Mosley will analyze and assess your photos prior to your appointment and they'll give you a video chat with you on your appointment date and that's a 30-minute appointment and they'll develop a protocol for you for your individual skin condition. They'll also recommend you products that will help you get to your goals and they'll also follow up on your progress too. And Queen City Beauty Group has targeted solutions that will work on your skin regardless of your condition. Uh, Queen City Beauty Group can remotely treat clients for eczema, psoriasis, melasma, 
hormonal acne, scarring, and many other conditions. So don't struggle with your skin anymore, or don't let a loved one struggle either. Whether you just want help with mild acne, or you'd like to get assistance with major correction, Queen City Beauty Group would love to help. So to book an online consultation with Nichelle Mosley at Queen City Beauty Group, just go to queencitybeautygroup.com, click on online consultation, and they'll take it from there. Queen City Beauty Group, skincare for all. So... Thank you to Michael and Nichelle, and thank you to Postmates for uh, you guys' continued support here of the podcast network. So let's talk now. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Let's talk now about the uh, the mock draft report that just dropped for the Carolina Panthers. They rounded up six more mock drafts as it has been. Uh, this is 8.0 already, so two months already we've, we've been doing this and crazy to think that it's getting uh how fast it's been going like i said how close we are to the draft but uh six mock drafts in this case they were from jenny varentis of sports illustrated bucky brooks of nfl.com vinnie Iyer of sporting news mike renner of pro football focus trevor sikama of the draft network and of course mel kuyper jr we've touched on Trevor's mock and Mel Kuyper's mock, of course, recently. We just talked about Mel's mock yesterday. And Trevor, remember that was the one from uh, the tournament that TDN did with uh, with, you know, with that tournament. And uh, that was the one where the, he traded down to number 15 to select Javon Kinlaw after making a trade with the Broncos. So don't need to touch too much on them because we've already looked into it. But the one I wanted to touch on first because... These are the ones I'm always really intrigued by. It's the ones where Jeffrey Okuda actually make it to the Panthers at number seven. And in this case, that was the selection from Bucky Brooks of NFL.com in his latest mock draft. So again, it's always interesting to see these kind of mock drafts because it gives you those uh, those scenarios where it's possible that it's possible that he makes it to number seven. So in this scenario, Bucky, of course, has the top two the same as just about everybody now has in their mock draft. Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins. But this is where it gets interesting and where uh, the dominoes start to fall in a different way. Instead of taking Okuda or even Isaiah Simmons at number three, Bucky actually has the Detroit Lions taking Derek Brown with the third overall pick. Now, it's certainly... Um, certainly not a bad pick. We can understand why they would go with Derek Brown because, you know, they could use some help 
on the defensive line there, but you know, we we know the corner is a is a huge need for them. They could probably I mean, they could get a good corner in round 2. Let, let's not kid ourselves. There'll be some good talent there, but if you ask me, I think it's going to be very difficult for them to pass on Jeff Okuda. But in this scenario, Bucky has the the lines going with Derek Brown. And then uh, the dominoes fall more where Tristan Wirfs goes to the Giants at number four. And I think we're starting to uh, feel good about the possibility that one of the offensive tackles, whether it's Wirfs, whether it's Wills, whether it's Thomas, goes to the Giants at number four. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Giants trade down. You know, maybe one of these teams that want to trade up for two or a quarterback, maybe they target the Giants at number four because I think the Giants have to feel good about trading down a couple spots in the top ten and still getting one of those top offensive tackles. You know, sitting at number four, they'll likely, you know, they'll certainly have their choice of all of them, but if they feel good about a number of them, they could probably trade down, say, with the Chargers at number six and uh, get one of those tackles. But in this case, they do take Wirfs at four. He has the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert at number five, and then he has the Chargers taking Isaiah Simmons at number six. That, of course, keeps Jeff Okuda on the board, available for the Panthers at number seven. And, you know, if I were the Panthers in this scenario and this scenario uh, plays out, I would be, well, normally we say sprint to the podium with the card, but uh, of course, you know, in a virtual setting, we take that statement with kind of a grain of salt. I I guess we can say I would uh, be dialing the phone as fast as possible or however they're going to do it. I mean, we have an idea how the draft is going to go, but you get what I'm trying to say. They would be right on top of things, getting Jeff Okuda and, not think twice about it. So again, that's a scenario where Jeff Okuda could be available to the Panthers. I've said in the past too, I I believe that, you know, because there's all these players that we've pegged to the Panthers at this point, it feels like the Detroit Lions, and I've said this numerous times, could kind of help dictate what the Panthers do uh, at number seven. Because, and we, and we just talked about it the other day, and so you know, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but just to you know make my point again, all these guys are Lions possibilities at number three, that are also Panthers possibilities at number seven. But that's the nice thing about seeing all these mock drafts is you see all these scenarios play out, and you see scenarios that you don't normally see in mock drafts. And you at first you want to think, wow, that's never going to happen, but then you think, well, maybe it could. And you know, an example would be in Bucky's mock draft. We haven't seen a lot of mock drafts, and this is obviously getting away from the Panthers, but this is just kind of illustrating my point. We haven't seen too many mock drafts that have Tua Tungavailoa landing to the Jaguars at number nine, but that's exactly what this mock does. You know, we haven't really thought about that possibility, but you never know. Never say never, right? But that's Bucky Brooks's mock draft. Uh, I also want to take a look at. We'll touch on Jenny Varentis' mock draft, too, because uh, that's another one we haven't talked about. Uh, she has some trades in her in her draft as well, but not involving the Panthers. So uh, to set the table again with the first four picks, or first six picks, 
Joe Burrow to the Bengals, as as always. Uh, Chase Young to the Redskins. Jeff Okuda to the Lions. And then, how ironic, a trade possibility that I literally just got done talking about. The Giants trading back a couple spots with the LA Chargers, who trade up for Justin Herbert. So... Like I said, the, the Giants can be in a position where they can trade back, and uh, so she has two out of the Dolphins, and then uh, the Giants still get Tristan Wirfs at number six. So, like I said, that's a scenario that can play out. So then at seven, uh, Isaiah Simmons is on the board, and she has the Panthers going with Isaiah Simmons over uh, Derek Brown, who actually ends up at number ten, in her mock to the uh, to the Cleveland Browns. She writes about Simmons. It would be a steal if the Panthers were able to land Simmons here. New head coach Matt Rule has talked about his positionless re- approach to building his defense, and perhaps no one embodies that more than Simmons, who can line up an outside linebacker, inside linebacker, safety, or cornerback. He would be a playmaking presence for a defense that lost Luke Kuechly to retirement in January. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals, and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So that's, and of course, if you checked out the Locked On NFL mock draft, you already know the player that I went with in that mock draft. And that, of course, was the same guy. I went with Isaiah Simmons over Derek Brown. I had the same idea as well. That positionless player, because, um, of course, Okuda obviously was off the board uh, to the Lions at number three. So, really, it was between Simmons and Brown for me. And I just went with the more versatile Isaiah Simmons. You know, we were only doing one round, but if we were playing out this draft, my strategy, of course, would be to attack defensive tackle in the second round, whether that was uh, Neville Gallimore, if he was still available, or uh, Justin Madbike out of Texas A&M. So that, that would be my strategy if, if I'm if I'm kind of doing a Panthers mock at this point. Go for, you know, hope Simmons is there at seven. If not, you know, maybe go with Brown unless a team pops up with a trade offer and I trade back and try to get Javon Kinlaw. But there's a couple with uh, uh, Isaiah Simmons. You know, Mike Renner also in his latest mock also had the Panthers taking Simmons as he writes... The need here is obvious, and so is the talent. On 107 career targets at Clemson, Simmons forced 22 incompletions and picked off four others. Those are silly numbers for a linebacker, and he wrote the word linebacker in quotation marks because of the type of player 
that Isaiah Simmons is. Uh, for the record, in his in his first six picks, Burrow to the Bengals, Young to the Redskins. He has the Dolphins trading up for Tua at number three, Beckton to the Giants at four, and then the Lions take Okuda at five, and then he's got the Chargers taking Herbert at six. So that's how his board's set up for the Panthers at number seven. And then Vinny Iyer, we'll take a look at his mock real quick as well uh, with the Panthers pick. So Burrow to the Bengals, Young to the Redskins, Okuda to the Lions, Simmons to the Giants. So in his board, Simmons uh, is unavailable, as is Okuda. Uh, Tua to the Dolphins, Beckton to the Chargers. So in this case, Derek Brown is the best player, best player available uh, for the Carolina Panthers. So that's the pick here as he writes, the Panthers need a linchpin as they try to get better against the run and reconstruct their front seven. Brown has shined throughout the draft process as the most impactful interior defensive prospect. At six foot five, 326 pounds, he is a quick disruptor who makes a lot of plays in the backfield. So rounding things up, Six mock drafts like we talked about, two of which have the Panthers taking Isaiah Simmons. That was Jenny Varentis and Mike Renner. Vinny Iyer and Mel Kuyper both had the Panthers taking Derek Brown. Bucky Brooks has them getting Jeff Okuda. And again, Trevor Sykema has the Panthers trading down to 15 and taking Javon Kinlaw. So with those thoughts out of the way, let's talk about the tight ends now in the upcoming NFL draft and this tight end group is kind of interesting because you know this isn't uh this isn't a strong tight end class it's uh it's a little top heavy but there's not a lot of huge you know it's 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 not a, a a deep group by any stretch of the imagination you know some of the guys at the top are certainly talented guys like uh Cole Komet uh, Adam Troutman's a guy I really like out of Dayton. I talked to him at the Senior Bowl. Really good guy. Uh, Bryson Hopkins is another guy I'm in, I really like out of Purdue. I thought he looked well at the Senior Bowl. Um, Harrison Bryant, thousand-yard receiver last year at Florida Atlantic. Another guy that showed out well at the Senior Bowl. So I mean, there's a lot of top-end talent in this class, but. Like I said, it's not really a uh, a deep a deep class. You know, there's some developmental guys in the back end, and this is a position regarding the Panthers where you know, again, with a new coaching staff, we don't know how they're going to see some of these players, and they've obviously made a lot of changes. But you know, I'm really curious what they're going to think about a guy like Ian Thomas. You know, because we've seen Ian Thomas the last couple of seasons. You know, he was pretty inconsistent. You know, he'd have some good games, and then he'd disappear for a little bit. He hasn't been able to find that kind of stretch run to really uh, to really hang his hat on. And, you know, so it, it does certainly open up some questions going forward now. You know, with, uh, with an upgraded offense now, or at least upgraded offensive scheme with Joe Brady... Uh, you'd like to think there's a little bit of potential there in Ian Thomas, but it's really hard to figure out if if this guy's even in their future plans or if this is going to be another position that they look to in day three 
and try to grab a guy that can be kind of a developmental guy. You know, maybe they look at one of the LSU guys in uh, in Thaddeus Moss or Stephen Sullivan. So, you know, because you've obviously you obviously have that LSU connection, or you know, maybe they go with someone like uh, a Devin Asiasi out of UCLA, uh, 6'3", 257. Or you got guys, Dalton Keene, Dalton Keene's another name that I've seen kind of floating around on the, on draft Twitter. That's kind of a an interesting figure out of Virginia Tech, you know. So again, like we talked about with the senior or uh, with the receivers yesterday, you know, there were some guy, a bunch of guys at the Senior Bowl, but they were kind of like all over the map because then you had guys like uh, Sullivan, like I just mentioned, Jared Pinckney out of Vanderbilt, um, Charlie Tamopeo of Portland State, you know, lot bunch of guys that kind of are really all across the board. Like I said, this isn't uh you don't really have your standout tight end in this class, and it's certainly an interesting group, uh at at the very least. And there's a lot of different a lot of different thoughts on to who the top guy is. Like I said, if I had my pick of tight ends in this group I'm probably going with Troutman. You know, I really like the way he moves, really like the way he catches the ball. I think he's he'd be a really nice fit in a lot of offenses. He's uh, he's definitely one of those guys that I think you can move around move around a little bit and he's obviously got good size, you know, 6'5", 251 and runs pretty well uh for that for that spot. He um looking at the 40 times for the tight ends, obviously the big one was uh, Albert Aqua. I can never say Albert. Okay, we'll just say because I can never figure out how his name is pronounced. He of course ran a four four nine forty yard dash. The only one that ran even under a four six, let alone a four five. Uh, but Bryson Hopkins did run a four six six. Sullivan was a four six six. Cole Komet ran a four seven zero, and then Adam Troutman a four eight zero. But again. At uh, 6'5", 250, or at least at the Combine, he came in at 6'5", 255. So a 4'8", 40 isn't, isn't all that bad for a guy his size. And then he posted 18 reps on the bench, a uh, vertical of 34.5, broad jump of 114, 6'7", 8'3", cone drill, and a 4'2", 20-yard shuttle. So those those are his numbers from the Combine. Uh and again, coming from coming from a school like Dayton, which you know is n- not really known for their for their football program, coming out of the Pioneer League, but he did have 916 yards on 70 catches and 14 touchdowns, which was fifth in the FCS in 11 starts last season. So he really came on really came on strong last season, and obviously earned him a spot at the Senior Bowl. So I I like. Uh, Troutman would probably be my guy. Like I said, I I, I really like him. Uh, really good target. You know, he's certainly no Rob Gronkowski, but he's a guy that, like I said, I think a lot of offenses can really work well with. He's a uh, at the very least, he'd be a very nice safety blanket for for some young quarterbacks. So, you know, maybe the Panthers sit there in say the, the third round and. You know who knows? He if Troutman's still on the board, maybe he's a guy that 
the Panthers consider at 69, you know, or if somehow he's, he makes it to the fourth round, maybe the Panthers pull the trigger there. Cause like I said, you know, I don't know how this new coaching staff is going to feel about Ian Thomas. Uh, it's very possible that, that they move on from him or at the very least find, uh, find his successor. You know, they could look back at his film and be like, you know, he's too inconsistent for our liking. We can, we can upgrade at this position or they can tag team him with Ian Thomas and run more two tight end sets. So, uh, I, I would say don't sleep on the position. You know, it's, uh, it's not a drastic need, obviously, but there's, uh, there's certainly room for improvement as a whole in the, in the tight end grouping for this Panthers team. So, you know, again, if, if you're looking at the top end, again, I think you're looking at guys like Komed or Troutman or Hopkins. If you're going later in the draft, you're looking at guys like, uh, Jacob Breland of Oregon, Josiah DeGuara of Cincinnati, Charlie Tomapeo of Portland State, Asiasi of UCLA. So, like I said, it's it's not a it's not a strongly deep tight end class, but you know there are, there are some interesting options even as you go through the line. So, really going to be interested in. If the Panthers actually attack this position, uh, like like we talked about with receiver and running back, uh, that fifth round could be a possibility because they have the two picks in the fifth round. So they have a little bit of flexibility to work with. And again, we'll see if they trade back anywhere and pick up some extra picks and try to just grab talent at these different positions. So that's the that's the tight end position. Like I said, at least just a small a small piece of it. And um you know, so we're almost running through the offense here. We'll wrap it up tomorrow with the offensive line and then run through the defense next week as we inch closer to the draft. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for uh, all the support and tuning in. Really appreciate you spending some time with me. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you back here on Friday to wrap up the week. As we are, as we will be less than a week away once we come to Friday. So enjoy your time. See you tomorrow. I am out. And until next time, take care, my friends. We will see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.